Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Welcome to episode 14 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Ride Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Orca Magikarp. This is the coolest looking. And I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watchin, and I literally just opened that app 60 seconds ago, so I have no idea what anyone's talking about. (laughs) It's okay, Doug. We still love you and your glorious beard. Aw, thanks. You're welcome. I had to shave mine. Aw, sad. Yeah. To listen to the show, you can find us on 4 Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. Seriously, Woo-hoo. what is taking so long? Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, PodDirectory.com, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player FM, and Google Play Music. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit RevengeLover.com. We are back, and it's just the two of us. No co-host, no help. Just me, Doug, and my Magnemite plush. Whoop. Hey, Magnemite plush. Magnemite. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, and also with me is the most useless plush ever, a... Yeah, I'm so angry, I can't even say the name right now. Kyle's <laughs> holding up a love, love disc. Love I'm disc. shaking it angrily. <laughs> Why is there a Loveless Plus? I don't know. I went to GameStop today because I wanted Pokemon cards and I had a $10 off rewards card. So I was like, I'm going to go buy me a box. And I was actually going to get the Mimikyu box. But Ooh. I ended up getting the Tapu Coco box instead because it's brand new. And so I haven't opened it yet. I thought I'd do like a little live opening on this yeah. show. Because, you know, live opening and podcast go well together. It's like watching a ventriloquist through a podcast. Yeah, it's perfect. Exactly. Like, there's no better match. Exactly. <laughs> so, while I was there, um, they they had an Abra plush. That was kind of cool looking. Oh, wow. They Abra, they had Togepi, and they had Love Togepi. Disc. Togepi, that's, that's, see, that's a perfect Pokemon for a plush. Exactly. Because if you want, that's like, cute. a Misty cosplay, you're all set. Exactly. Even Who's cosplaying Ab- with a love disc? I don't know. <laughs> but I have a love disc in my hand, and I'm still shaking it angrily. I'm going gonna... to... I was just going to say, like, you ha- who sat down and thought, what should be the next Pokemon plush we should make? <laughs> should we make... I-, I, don't- I don't know. Let's make another Pikachu, or let's make a love disc, and they chose left which look props to them for coming up with a random pokemon but the most useless water pokemon out there i would rather have a geodude plush or yes, yes. a cool pineco plush that's like yes. all flappy yes <laughs> pineco a magic carp a lowland geodude a lowland geodude 
Alolan Vulpix. That might actually exist already. Alolan Diglett. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Alolan Dugtrio. You know what I want? I want an Alolan Diglett paperweight. (laughs) Yes. That'd be cool. That's what I want. Do you want it to be shiny? Uh, duh. Then it would match Mm -hmm. my, uh... Yeah, it's the only one I know. It would match the one in the game. Nice. (laughs) But there is an Alolan uh, Vulpix and Sancho. Those are out. There's also an Alolan Ninetales, but it's not nearly as good looking because they had to shrink it down for size. So it just looks weird compared to the Vulpix, which looks life-size almost. Yeah. Hmm. So. Weird. Yeah. But in other plush news, uh, Build-A-Bear added another uh, Pokemon plush. I know Um, what it is because I'm looking at the show notes. (laughs) First they had Pikachu, obviously. Then they had Mm -hmm. Eevee. Awesome. Then they added Charmander. Up next, Squirtle. Which means if they keep going... Up next should be Totodile. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding now. Hopefully next will be Bulbasaur, and then they'll probably do like a Meowth um, after (gasps) that. What if they do a Clefairy? Remember when they were still only 150? Like, they had that board game that yes, had the, most... the three starters, and then Pikachu, Meowth, and Clefairy yes. were the other three starters. Yes. Uh, Master Trainer. Yes, I have it in my uh, closet right over there. Nice. <laughs> I always like to just look at the uh, board and um, just look at all the different Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. A legitimately yeah. good game. Yeah. So I'm looking up uh, the Squirtle Build-A-Bear right now so I can get uh, price guides for everyone so that mm-hmm. they know what's going on. Um, there is an online exclusive. Of course. Which is $60. Dang. But it comes with a... Uh, it comes. You obviously get the Squirtle. You get a Pokeball uh, Slicker, which is basically a raincoat for those who don't know <laughs> words. Because Squirtle needs a raincoat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's weird. It... Um, you also get an Ultra Ball hoodie, which is kind of cool looking. That's cool. You get a six-in-one Squirtle sound bite. Oh, um, to like put in there to make it make Squirtle yeah. noises. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna see if I can turn this and no, I don't know if that's gonna work. Hold on, let me see something here. Let me know if you hear this. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Womp womp. Well, I will. I got Squirtle playing my ear. <laughs> All right. So from the sound of it, it doesn't sound like the actual anime Squirtle. It looks like they just got someone else who thought that they could do a good impersonation, which, again, still a pretty good impersonation. It's just not the Squirtle we all know. It's not deep enough. Does the Build-A-Bear Squirtle special whatever bundle come with Squirtle Squad sunglasses? No. Ugh. Now, I want to get, like, six of them and make my own Squirtle Squad. <laughs> um, and then you also get an exclusive uh, Build-A-Bear TCG card, which is usually just, like, a reprinted oh. card with the Build-A-Bear logo on the artwork. Oh. Yeah. So it's still cool. They um, should do... When they do the Build-A-Bear exclusive cards, they should do the image... Like, it could be the same card with a new image, but the image should be the actual Build-A-Bear plush. Like, you know how they've done some where it's a photo of, like, a clay model or a yarn model or something? Mm-hmm. They should do it with the, the Build-A-Bear plush. plush. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. 
Um, so there's that's the online exclusive. And then you can also get them in stores for a lot cheaper. I think it's like $28. Um, that's not but, bad. You, but you don't get the sound bite and you don't get the raincoat. But you can still get the Ultra Ball hoodie and you can get the uh, uh, TCG card. So, okay, they've done Pikachu, which had clothes. The Eevee couldn't have had clothes, did it? Uh, Pikachu had the uh, Pokeball hoodie. Right, and Charmander had clothes. Pikachu also had a Charizard hoodie. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, Eevee had a Pokeball um, pajamas. Oh. They were blue pajamas with little Pokeballs on them. Um, and then there's also a, which this is the online exclusive, come with a five-in-one sound, and it came with, like, a cape, but the cape also had a hoodie, and the cape had the EV Lucian designs on them. Oh, okay. So it did have a number of, like, clothing yes. items. And my wife got the EV, but she got tiny little bows and put, like, one on each ear and then one on the tail, so. <laughs> then uh, Squ- That's cute. Squirtle had the Great Ball hoodie. So you can see we're going from Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball. Does this mean the next one will have the Master Ball? Well, the reason I'm wondering is because I'm hoping the next one is a Bulbasaur. But Bulbasaur is such a weird shape that I wonder if it'll have clothes. Yeah. Um, Also with Charmander, the online exclusive came with a Lucario outfit. Oh, that's right. Man, I hope they don't skip Bulbasaur because it's weird shape. Because well, I will 100% go to Build-A-Bear and get a Bulbasaur. Here's my theory. They may still do Bulbasaur, but the way that the patterns are going, Pikachu had the Pokeball hoodie, mm-hmm. Charmander had the Great Ball, Squirtle has an Ultra Ball. Yeah. Next is Master Ball. Why would you waste a Master Ball hoodie on a Bulbasaur? Do you think it'll be a Mew or a Mewtwo? I think it might be Mew. That'd be awesome. So they might do a Mew plush and give that the Master Ball hoodie. And then if you, and then I'm sure they'll still do Bulbasaur, but give them something different. I really hope they do. I want one. I would get a Clefairy too. I hope if they do Meowth, they give them a Team Rocket outfit. I hope so. It would be silly for them not to. I mean, I know he doesn't wear an outfit in the show, but I feel like it would be kind of cool to have a Meowth in like a the all black with the red R outfit. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially if it's the all-black one, because that's cooler than the all-white one. Yes, definitely. So, uh, definitely go to your nearest Build-A-Bear as soon as possible, because these are limited time, and you never know how quickly... Because I know the Eevee sold out within like the first few days, because everyone wanted the Eevee plush. Ooh, well, I'm going to have to make sure that I pay attention then to, to when well, these Squirtle, are announced. Squirtle already came out June 1st, and if you want to know mm-hmm. when they're announced, uh, make sure you follow Victory Road Pokemon Podcast. Oh, how convenient. I do. Everyone else, you should as well. Yes, exactly. See how I do, <laughs> see how I do these things? So, uh, yeah. Um, I love these plushes. I mean, they're cool. It's like it's like our own way of collecting the Pokemon without actually having to capture creatures and store them in balls. We just capture stuff with credit cards instead. Yay. Can you imagine having, you know, 800 of these plushes? Oh, It'd be awesome. I, I'm sure someone like, out there has a lot of these plushes. I know Shuki has a lot. Yeah, yes. His wall of plush. Yes, I'm jealous of it. 
Um, also announced uh, through one of my Pokemon emails, they are releasing the Magnemite Ditto plush in America. Ooh, ooh. I am surprised, honestly. Like, I really thought this was going to be like a Japan exclusive because why would you release it here in America? No one cares about Magnemite except for me. I was going to say, Magnemite is very popular there. Number 10, right? 25. Uh, oh, 25. Yes, but it's uh, but it is the first non-legendary, non-Pikachu, non-starter Pokemon on their top Pokemon list. Which is significant, because it's not a mascot, it's not a cover, it's not a starter. Exactly. It's just cool. Exactly. So, pat, 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 pat. For those who don't know, I'm keeping Magnemite on my microphone. It looks like he's speaking into his Magnemite. <laughs> I think it's even better. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, uh, Sun and Moon Guardians Rising came out. I know we talked about it briefly in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug and I, we, uh, we split a box. I opened up my half, and I sent his half to him. Now, the big question is, and you haven't told me anything about what you've got. <laughs> True. So, my big question is, did you get a secret rare? Yes. Yes! <laughs> so my, um, not including reverse holographic stuff, because that's that could be anything. Yeah. Um, the rare holographic stuff I got was a regular holographic uh, Golisopod, or Golisopod? Golisopod. Um, a regular Hollow Blissey, which I think you also got. Yes. Um, a Tapu Koko GX. Nice. Uh, full art. Hollow guy, which looks nice. pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I would say. And then a Alolan Ninetales GX, which is also I another full art hollow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty sure this is the one you said you had as well. The Wishy Washy GX. Yes. Is that the one with the texture and uh, stuff? Yeah. No, mine does not have texture. Okay, then this might be a different one. Does you did yours? No, I think this is different because um. The one we talked about in the last episode was the one that Brian was saying he didn't quite understand, right? Because it's... Um, it's what a, number is it in the corner? Mine is 133 out of 145. Okay. Because that's basically... Because I have the 36 out of 145. Oh, okay. Gotcha. This, yeah, this is towards the end. So this one's different. Um, and it doesn't yeah, have... Mine. I just dropped my... I actually think I kind of like your artwork better. Yeah, yours is more full arty than right. mine is. Right, but I think see the okay. So the full art cards are cool because they're full art, but because they have to take into account all the holographic stuff, like the yeah. foil element, um, they lose detail. So sometimes I actually think the the other ones are good. But I mean, it's cool because I like the texture. And then finally. I got the 147 out of 145 Incineroar GX uh, Rainbow oh, Hollow. That is beautiful. It's very pretty. Wow. That's your second rainbow card, isn't it? Uh, yeah. The Espeon. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so cool. that one has 250 HP. It has a move called Hustling Strike which is like a pretty basic one energy card. Tiger Swing, um, which is insane, uh, mm-hmm. for two fire and, and one uh, 
colorless, flip two coins. This attack does 50 more damage for each heads, and that's on top of 80. Wow. And then for the same amount, Burning Slam GX, which does 200 damage and burns uh, burns the opponent. So in true wrestling fashion, it beats the <laughs> beep out of whatever it's battling. Nice. <laughs> Dog providing his own. I just like to make your job easier, you know? Uh, so... Um, I got the uh, Tapu Coco box set. Comes with a uh, online uh, card. So listen right now if you want this code. Ooh. N L C L C D M J J M Q R Z. First come, first serve, folks. And if you use that, tell us what you get. Yes. We haven't had anyone so, do that, and I'm always curious. Yeah. Uh, so it comes with a Tapu Coco pin. I love the pins. Oh, me too. I love... I, I collect Disney pins, so <laughs> just adding the uh, Pokemon pins and the uh, Power Morphicon pins that I got to my collection is yeah. just beautiful. They're just so nice. Um, and then there's the Tapu Coco uh, promo card. Ooh, Nice. And then it comes with two packs of Guardians Rising and one pack of Steam Siege from the X and Y series. So, you know what? I'm going to start off with Steam Siege. Steam Siege. I think that's one of the... I think that's one of the packs... Or, not packs. I think that's one of the sets that I have a decent amount from. Steam Siege. Uh, yeah. I got a lot from... And then there was also the uh, the re-release of the original cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a decent amount of those. So we got a Mankey, a Fungus, a Male Nidoran, Ponyard. Reverse Hol- yeah. Reverse Hollow Merrill. Oh. A Armaldo is my rare. It's non-holographic, just rare Armaldo. A Nidorino, a Zuelas, and a Monferno. Hmm. So... It is what it is. I, I mean, I got a ton of those cards. I think all I really need are just rares from that set, so yeah. I'm not really going to be all upset about it. Yeah. Uh, so next set is Guardians Rising. I got a Gligar. Always love Gligar. Bellsprout. Oh, Cottony. Alolan Sandshrew. Stuffle. Uh, reverse uh, Hollow Altar of the Sun. Ooh. And then I got one of the Oricorios as my uh, rare, non-holographic, but it's the Hawaiian one. Okay. It's got the uh, skirt, a Hawaiian skirt. Mm-hmm. Grass Energy, Ether Paradise Conservation Area. Ooh, Attempt at Cruel. Really cool looking. And then a Malo Trainer card. Oh, nice. And final pack. So I know all of you guys love this. <laughs> I'm interested, although I can't see anything either. I mean, these packs, I mean, nothing really special. Like, if I got, like, a really cool, and I can't open a pack of cards, (laughs) if I got something really, really cool, I would uh, definitely show you. But, I mean, not if I go into more detail. No, you're good. I'm looking at mine over here, too. So, the first time we did one of these boxes, I felt like the the packs were really easy to open. And this Mm -hmm. time I struggled. And I don't know what they changed, but... Maybe it's just blue or something. Maybe. All right. So we got a Talo, Rock Rough, 
Mm-hmm. A Gumi. I love the Gumi card because it's like a little knitted Gumi. Yeah, I wish they had. Um, I wish they had done that with all of those. Um, like the whole line. See, oh, I mean, like Gumi, uh, Sligu, and Gudra. Yeah, I like the Sligu art, but I wish they had been. Like, it'd be cool to see them all knitted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got Slowpoke, Mudbray, Reverse Hollow Probopass. Oh. Ooh, another GX Vicavolt um, card, full art. Uh, I already have this card, but even still, I love it. It's it's Vicavolt. It's electric. It's electric. Oh, we've made that joke mm-hmm. before. Oops. Yeah, yes, I have. <laughs> hey, I, I won't eat that guy just because it's so funny. Dark Energy, <laughs> Rescue Stretcher, a Sudowoodo, and a Matang. Oh, nice. I'm like slowly looking so, through my stack here to see if there was anything noteworthy, but I'm sure there isn't. Oh, Pain Chan, you're cute. <laughs> so, I like this set. Um, am I going to go and try and collect every single card from the set? No. Me neither. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to get what I can get, and then I'll wait till the next set, and just, I think, just getting something from each set is just kind of nice, you know? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I I agree. I wish, I mean, I I understand that that they can't, you know, if you're collecting things, you're not going to make it easy to collect them all. Um, Like, I'm just too lazy to, like, yeah, I'm too, (laughs) it's not even that I don't want to um, pay for them, because they're not... They're not super crazy expensive. You know, like back in the heyday, people were talking about like, oh, I dropped $200 for a Charizard, like ridiculous stuff. It's yeah. not like that anymore. Um, but I'm honestly just too lazy <laughs> 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 to like keep track and find stuff and all that sort of stuff. So I just kind of, I kind of uh, get what I can. And if I'm excited yeah. about it, then I get more. And if I'm not that excited about it, I get fewer. So, See, I'm at least going to try and get like the uh, promo cards as best as I can. Sure, yeah. But you've been so doing that for a while, right? Yeah, I start with the X and Y, but I missed out on quite a few. And I've gone mm-hmm. to, like, eBay, and they got promo cards on there for, like, at most, some of them, like, $5. Like, harder to find ones, maybe 10 15 But, like, really, I can, I can spend maybe about $2 on a promo card, uh, like, maybe even, like, a dollar mm-hmm. for some. Have them shipped to me, and... Uh, I got. I can start filling in some of my collection, which is nice. Yeah. So, but now I'm working on the Sun and Moon stuff. Um, I got a few of them already. Not many. I'm, I've been kind of slacking, but <laughs> I'll get. I'll get there eventually. I really, really. I don't have too much more to say on the the Guardians Rising set, but I do want to point out that I really, really like the art of this set. I don't know what it is specifically that stands out about it, but there are just so many cards that I'm like, ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. So I think with Guardians Rising, that includes every single rare Pokemon or every Pokemon from the Sun and Moon set except for the Ultra Beasts. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So I'm assuming the third set will include the Ultra Beasts. I wonder if it'll just be called that. (laughs) Or do we already know what it's called? I think we do, don't we? Uh, Simon 3. I feel like maybe I saw it, but I could have just dreamt that up. Mm-hmm. You no. know, my dreams of Pokemon uh, cards. Because some, some of the cards from Sun and Moon 3 are already coming out. Um, oh, yeah, uh, I saw one. Just being, like, leaked and stuff like that. One of the people we follow up on the thing, I, I retweet a lot of that stuff just because of the cool artwork and stuff. It's funny because I end up 
seeing this stuff through our own Twitter and then forgetting that I saw it through our own Twitter. You know what I mean? Cause I just, it just pops up on my feed, yeah. of course. Um, <laughs> so I know I saw something. I just don't remember what it was. Um, here we go. Uh, go to Bulbapedia cause that's where we get all of our news. Bulbapedia. <laughs> I hope it doesn't crash, um, uh, crash your computer. Cause it yeah, sometimes crashes mine. I'm oh, perfect. <laughs> if you're listening, Bulbapedia. <laughs> all right. See here. Next is the Guardians Rising, and then next is uh, Burning Shadows. Mm. Shadows on fire, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Is the name given to the third main expansion of the cards from the Sun and Moon series of the Pokemon trading card game. The set continues to feature Generation 7 and Pokemon GX in the card game, and with a focus on the rainbow Pokemon Ho-Oh and the prism Pokemon Necrozma. Ho-Oh, I think, is one of the cards that was leaked, right? Yeah, uh, Both of those, Necrozma and Ho-Oh. And this actually makes sense, because this is going to tie in with the uh, Pokemon movie that's coming out. Where it's the reboot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The first episode. Because he sees the Ho-Oh, and then there's a lot more of Sun and Moon Pokemon in that, in this. I'm very excited for that movie. Me too. I, I know we still haven't gotten like an English trailer or anything like that. It's still just Japanese only. Um, I hope they release it here. And I know like for some of the movies, they'll do like a limited time release in theaters. So I would love to go see this in theaters. Same... It will have been... Wait, I've never seen a Pokemon movie in theaters. I wasn't allowed to see the first one in theaters. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my first one ever. I think I saw the first two in theaters. Maybe the third one as well. But after that, no. Yeah. All right. So moving on, because um, I know everyone's been waiting for us to talk about this. Uh, Magikarp Jump was released. <laughs> I uh, and can I just you're gonna have to tell this, me all about it. Yeah, this game is addicting. Warning: if you suffer from uh, emotional loss of children or whatever, <laughs> don't play this game. <laughs> Do you become very, very attached to your Magikarp children? Yes. Oh no! At least in the beginning, I've learned to sever my attachment. Don't nickname them. Let's put it that way. Oh no! <laughs> so. Magikarp Jump, and I don't know why, but everyone keeps asking me when I mention the game, is it like uh, Flappy Bird? No. It does kind of sound like that at first. Yes, but you don't really do that much. You get a Magikarp, food appears in your pond, you feed the Magikarp, you train the Magikarp doing the games, but you don't do anything with the games. It's all random. Hmm. You just tap the screen once, and it's like, okay, I'm going to go do the training, and then you find out whether or not you did good, great, or amazing. And that determines how many or how much uh, jump points you get. And then eventually, you each level that you're at, like say you're at level one, the cap for your Magikarp can only be um, level eleven. So it's like ten levels above you. Okay. And then even if, like, say you level up to like say level two while you still have that Magikarp, that Magikarp can only still go to level eleven. So. Okay. Once you 
cap that ma- uh, Magikarp at level 11, then you have to go back, fish a new Magikarp, who can now be whatever your max level is, and then you start all over again, training, feeding, and all this stuff. I'm feeding one right now. And I kind of see what it's doing, but I'm also still yeah. in the, <laughs> the tutorial. Yeah, and then you go to the leagues where you battle by jumping, and you don't. Again, you don't do much. You can tap repeatedly while you're getting ready to jump, and little words scroll by saying "Good luck," "I love you, Magikarp," "You're the best," you know, stuff like that, which is kind of cool. And then they jump, and then whoever's got the highest jump points wins. Hmm. Simple so, enough. Then once you max out your Magikarp, it forces you to go to the league. You do the whole thing, and then let's say that person's got a higher Magikarp. Well, your Magikarp's done. You retire the Magikarp, and then you get a new one. Oh my gosh. Now, there's also events. Like, say, after you get done training, a random event may occur where it'll be like, oh, there's a berry in a tree. Do you risk jumping up to get it? You can say yes, and you have a 50-50 chance of either a Pidgeotto swooping down and kidnapping your Magikarp and you never see it again. Oh my gosh. Or you will get a lot of jump points from that berry. Like, a lot. More than you normally would from just a regular berry. So you have, like, a 50-50 chance there. There's also somewhere you'll encounter a Pokeball. And says, do you open it for chance of getting riches? And if you say yes, you have a 50-50 chance of getting riches. Or you have a 50-50 chance of a Voltorb appearing and exploding and killing your Magikarp. Why is there so much Magikarp violence happening? I don't know. Now, there's also secret events that you have to figure out how to trigger. Like, say, um, if you keep tapping your Magikarp repeatedly, eventually the Everstone that it's holding will break. And then once you level it up to level 20, it'll evolve into a Gyarados. Whoa. But that event can only happen once. So use it wisely. But obviously you want to trigger the events this way you can catalog it into your event catalog. And I don't know what happens because there's also the shiny Magikarp, the golden one. So I don't. I unfortunately I didn't think about this beforehand. I don't know if like you can evolve that one and it'll evolve into a red Gyarados. That would be awesome. So what do you, there's that. What do you do with the Gyarados? The mayor comes by and says, "Oh, your Gyarados can no longer jump or compete, so I'm going to take it from you." Boo. So yeah. But when you retire some of your Magikarps, you'll see them swimming in the background of your pond. So it's not like you completely <sighs> lose them, but that's about it. They just kind of hang out like uh, Ash's Tauros hang out at Professor Oaks. <laughs> exactly, except for that one Tauros that always gets to go on adventures with Ash. True. So that's Magikarp Jump. It's strangely addicting. I don't know why. <laughs> You're not the only person I've seen say that, though. Even my wife, like, I told her about it, and she's like, why am I still playing this game? Why? And <laughs> we don't know why. I'm... But, fun. I'm, like, almost through the tutorial, and it's... I'm, I'm kind of surprised at how simple it is. So I could see where it would be addicting, because it's easy to just, like, well, I'll just do one more, or yeah. I'll just do one more, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Do I want it to send me and notifications? Probably not. It, it sends you notifications when, like, your uh, training points have been uh, restored, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't need that. So that's about it. Um, and then you'll get buddy Pokemon for your pond. Like, the first buddy Pokemon you get is a Pikachu. Like, <gasps> every hour and a half, he'll give you uh, jump points. What kind of... Do you... Are, how, okay. How many different types of buddies can you get? Do you know? Uh, are you I still figuring that you. out? I can tell you. Um, let's see here. Go to oh, Magikarp jump. Eat the berries, Magikarp. Eat the berries. So, all right. Um, and then after you compete in a few uh, leagues, they'll give you jump point, or they'll give you buddies. So, like, they'll give you like a Piplup. Oh, after one, my Piplup, gosh. Uh, rest- Piplup will restore one of your uh, training points. Uh, and then eventually you get a Meowth, and he'll give you uh, coins. So, but then there's also buddy Pokemon that you have to buy. Oh, uh, of course. There's a with real monies or with char- your coins. Uh, with the diamonds. Gotcha. Which you get relatively easily, so it's not like it's hard to get, and you don't have to buy. You don't have to buy anything in this game with your own money to get further in the game. You can beat the game That's without That's what I like to hear. So, obviously, there's Pikachu, there's Piplup, there's Charizard, there's Snorlax, Meowth, Slowpoke, Litten, Rowlet, and Poplio. <gasps> and then Bulbasaur. Oh, I can get a Bulbasaur and a Poplio? Um, you can buy Poplio, Rowlet, Litten, Slowpoke, Snorlax, and Charizard. Um, Meowth... Piplup, Pikachu, and Bulbasaur you get after defeating um, certain uh, leagues. Okay. Well, then I'm definitely going to have to keep playing this. Um, You can uh, level up the fruit by going to the town and clicking on the food. You can upgrade the foods. This way you get more from it. It's kind of relaxing. I'm just sitting here eating some berries, you know? And then training you can upgrade, which I highly recommend because eventually you're going to get to a point where, like, the training barely gives you anything compared to what you need. So you got to keep upgrading everything, keep it up. Um, Right now, my trainer rank is rank 31. Mine is probably one. Yep, it's one. (laughs) Um, Occasionally, a Manaphy or a Feebas will come by, and Manaphy will give you more food. Feebas will give you a bunch of jump points. I wish you could train your Feebas to jump. I wish it was like Magikarp and Feebas. Yeah. Uh, but the Feebas only just swims by, you click on it, and then it gives you a lot of jump points, and that's about it. That's cool, too. Like, I just, the Feebas just came by, it gave me 114,000. Dang. Yes. 114,000, my gosh. I definitely need yeah. to play this more. Um Although, considering my I just started this, like, two minutes ago, I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> my Magikarp's max level is 41, and he can get up to, like, a million and something. What? Like, he jumps? Oh, 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 jump points. Yeah, his jump is a million. What? So, oh my gosh. The, prob- the problem with this game, though, is the fact that I think when you get to the uh, third or fourth league, each Magikarp keeps getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. To the point where, like, your max Magikarp will only get maybe inva- advance you, like, two 
uh, spots, and then you have to force retire. Well, you have to retire, and then you have to get a new one, oh. and then get two more spots, and then retire. It's it gets tedious after a while, but you'll learn to live with it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you'll learn to love it and your magic carp. Yes. Um, there's different patterns, obviously. There's the calico uh, pattern where it's got, like, different spots on it. There's a half orange, half white. I'm up to the half pink magic So they're, like, they're kind of like koi patterns. Almost, yes. Um, if you want to see what they kind of look like, you can uh, just go to Serebii. They have a list of all the different patterns and stuff. Um, you can get a golden magic harp right off the bat, but it's very rare. So you don't have to do anything special. It just needs to. It just appears. it just shows up. Yeah, hmm. and then there's also an event where you can actually fish up a dratini, but you can't do anything with it. You just kind of throw it back. I have yet to get a dratini <laughs> though, so that's kind of cool. Just gonna fish. So there's a lot Dratini of different here. things to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is like something that you could very um, easily do. Just, I don't know. I, I'm sitting here thinking of all the terrible things. Like, I could be sitting in a meeting and just be feeding my magic card. <laughs> just make sure your volume is off. It totally is. I mean, this is this is the sound for it. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a pretty fantastic soundtrack for a staff meeting. It, it's actually very catchy. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, like, I like to play with it. I like to play the sound while I'm playing, but obviously, like, some people will be like, what the heck are they playing? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> yeah. No, it looks cool. I mean, it looks like so, one of those things that's the the right balance of challenging and mindless. You know what I mean? Which is, is like, perfect for a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, moving on, we have another game that was announced, uh, Pokemon Land, which looks a lot like the Pokemon Rumble games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not much else is known about it. it looks very interesting. Uh, can't wait to play. Um, I've, I've played I the Rumble game. something, but not a lot. Yeah. Um, so, not much else I'm going to talk about there, just because we don't know that much else about it yet. But I just thought I'd uh, share that with everyone. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on, Pokemon Go had a yeah. amazing Pokemon event. <laughs> like, seriously. Did you... So much. Like, I caught my first Kabuto and was able to evolve into a Kabutops. Dang! I was able to evolve my Graveler into a Golem. Congratulations. Let's see. Uh, I caught a, quite a few more Shuckles. That was kind of cool. Yeah, we almost never see Shuckles, and they were popping up all over. Um, let me see here. Uh, because the event basically let you um, reduce the uh, buddy Pokemon walk by mm-hmm. four, which was quite nice, I was able to get my Diglett into a Dugtrio. Nice. I still because, don't have a Dugtrio. And because I was out more and walking more because of this event... I was able to hatch more eggs, so I was able to hatch a Togepi. Ooh. A Porygon. Nice. 
I hatched a Ponyta, so I'm getting closer to my Rapidash now. Oh, Rapidash is so cool. And then... (laughs) It is. That's one of my favorite episodes was when he was... uh... Oh, the race? Yeah, the race. That's still one of my favorite ones. I don't know why. There's so many Pokemon in that race. It was just so cool. And watching, like... uh, the one guy race on top of like an electrode. <laughs> well, it is very fast. <laughs> yeah. Just not uphill. Uh, not quite. Yeah. And then, like Pikachu was riding Squirtle. <laughs> yeah. Which was just adorable. Uh, such a um, good one. Oh, and I also caught a ton of Onyx. I am literally one Onyx away from evolving into a Steelix. Ooh, do you have the, you have that item, right? Yes. I have a steel coat, so I'm quite happy. Or metal coat. My bad. So, looking forward to that. It's just walking with an Onyx is five kilometers, and yeah. I really don't have the time to walk fifteen kilometers. I all I need is just three more candy. So if I can just find an Onyx, I'd be better off. <laughs> so I'm just patiently waiting for an Onyx nest to appear. Uh, we had one, so I know that they happen. Yeah, right now I am working on my Kadabra to evolve into Alakazam. Is that what the nest is right now, or is that just what you're walking no, with? No, that's, that's what I'm walking with, because I'm going in order of Pokemon that need to be evolved or caught. So I have literally, from Bulbasaur to Kadabra, is all filled out in my Pokedex. Dang, dude. I'll have to check to see like what mine looks like, because I don't, I don't do it in any sort of pattern. That's smart, though. What is this I, Ultra Ball? Oh, it's coins. Sorry, I'm like... <laughs> no, you're good. I, I totally believe you when you say that it's addictive because I haven't stopped like <laughs> poking stuff in the pond. Nice. So, uh, Kadabra is number 64, so I have the first 64 Pokemon. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, after Kadabra will be uh, Machamp. I don't think I have one of those yet. I think that's one of the ones I still need to evolve. But I do have an Alakazam. There was a brief nest of McChops here, so I was at least able to get a McChoke out of it, so I was like, sweet. We've never had that nest. There's a nest uh, right down the road from my house. I'm going tonight at our local park, and it's a Cyndaquil nest. (gasps) Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I'm going to get a Typhlosion. I have one Totodile, I have one Cyndaquil, and then we had a Chikorita nest for a while, so I have that whole line. Um... But oh my gosh, I want oh I want a Cyndaquil nest. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that going on. Um, but I gotta say this event was amazing. Um, it was fun. I was out more again. But what sucks about events is as soon as they're over and you go back to like the normal Pokemon you just seen like Pidgey, Ratatatas, and just whatever, <laughs> I got really depressed. I know after I the like, event, oh, I didn't play for over. like three days. <sighs> Oops. I'm still barely playing. The only thing keeping me playing right now is the fact I got this this morning. I noticed that on your arm, and I was—I figured it would come up naturally. Yes, I got the Pokemon Go Plus. Uh, Amazon had it on sale for twenty nine dollars. Is it changing your life? Six dollars. It's making it easier <laughs> because, although it's very annoying, um, right now in my game, I don't have any Pokeballs. And it refuses oh. to use Great Balls or Ultra Balls. And it automatically uses Pokeballs, right? Exactly. So, so it just drains you. So now that I'm out of Pokeballs, and I didn't have that many to begin with, but now I'm out, and it's 
it'll say like there's a Pokemon nearby, and so I'll click it, and it'll flash red saying that basically you're out of Pokeballs, and I'm like, well, and then it'll say, hey, there's a Pokemon nearby, and I'm like, stop telling me this, I know. Yeah, if you're out of Pokeballs, it should just not Notify tell you. Me. Yeah, or at least tell me like there's a Pokemon. Like you can tell me there's Pokemon nearby, but don't make it this way when I click it, because like it'll say. Like, like, say that there's a Rattata out there. I'll click yeah. it to catch it. Obviously, I don't know it's a Rattata. And then it'll flash red. And then, like, a few seconds later, it'll be like, hey, there's a Pokemon out there. And it'll, it'll be an endless repeating cycle <laughs> of saying there's a Pokemon out there. I'm like, I know there's a Pokemon out there. You've told me ten times. <laughs> and I still stop can't telling. catch it. <laughs> exactly. So stop. Please. This is So then I just, I'm like, okay, I'm turning this off. But just, even just driving, like, I do the cheating of uh, I'll have the app open and I'll drive with it and get the buddy Pokemon walking faster. Yeah. So this does register it. And I think it registers it a little bit better than just having the game open. So there is that benefit. And I've also noticed like I can drive by a Pokestop at normal speeds of like past the 25 mile mark and I can click it and it'll still register the, uh, Pokestop. Oh, wow, because it doesn't do very well on the phone. Exactly. Because it'll be like, oh, you're going too fast. You can't register that. So long as though I can still get it in the time frame that I'm next to it, I'm good to go. Hmm. So Dang. that is a benefit for me, I at least think. so. Well, I remember back when I got, uh, like when the when the Pokemon Go app came out for Apple Watch, I remember talking to, to Shuki about it and him saying, you know, he really wished it did what the, the Go plus did because the go plus um is much better at you know doing stuff and just staying on you know yeah. like because it doesn't do anything else so it just it's, it's good at just doing that thing and, and registering steps pretty much all the time and it's not going to kill its battery exactly and i mean yeah i like it and of course i have the wristband at like the highest setting to put on my hand and it's still a little difficult just to get my hand through <laughs> I wonder if it would even fit mine. I got um, fat wrists. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a child. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, and then I think the... Um, now, I've seen uh, some site... some some ah, blah, I can't talk today. Some sites actually have custom sticker decals you can put on your Pokemon Go Plus to change it up a little bit. Oh, I've not, I haven't seen any of those. Are they just different types of Pokeballs, or are they all sorts of different things? They have different Pokeballs. They have, um, they have like, team logos. I've even seen, Whoa. I think someone had, like, a Power Ranger Morpher. Whoa, that's cool. I mean, I guess you could you could kind of make it anything you want, you know, as long as you can print it on a template. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find... Oh, someone did it! Someone did it! Someone... Power uh, Rangers uh, one? Sorry, as soon as... No, as soon as I opened up my Facebook page, one of the Pokemon things I followed posted a picture of someone who forced evolved their golden Magikarp, and they got the shiny Gyarados. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. I'm happy now. Someone did it. That's cool. I'm, awesome. glad that, I'm glad that they did that right from the get-go. Because I, I, uh, I remember when they did the, uh, the promotion for Pokemon Go where you could get the golden Magikarp. Um, and I was so bummed because it was such a limited time. But I do have two friends who got it, so I was pretty, pretty surprised it was even that, that common. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so rock event, super fun. 
I can't wait to see what they do next for that. What What do you want it to be? What type would you want it to be? Well, I can tell you what they're not going to do. Okay, tell me. We're not going to get a dragon event yet. No. Because all there is is just Dratini and then Kingdra. Right. And I could see them maybe releasing Horsey with that, but it's not it's not that common. Right. Well, they would do they would do Horsey because remember they um I don't know if this happened in your area, but when they did the rock event, we got a ton of Slugma because of Magcarp. Yes, Magcar, that's though. the other one. So yes. I remember somebody Slugma's just a fire type. Yeah, and one of my friends was really confused. They were like, why are these things popping up? I said, well, it's the rock event. And they said, why is this thing a rock Pokemon? I said, well, it's not, but... It's Evolve Form is part rock, right. which I'm glad they did because I didn't have the Evolve Form, and I only actually had one Slugma, so this worked out great for me. Yeah, I did get and a Magcarp. I forgot, to mention, I forgot to mention, there was also a... Uh, I also caught my first uh, Tyranitar, or not Tyranitar, um, Larvitar. Nice. That's uh But oh, you could only... Happening? You can only find Larvitar on the very first day of the event. Really? Why? From what I've heard, they know that Tyranitar is a huge boss in the gyms. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to release so, may- uh, so many of these throughout the whole event, and then everyone's going to have a Tyranitar. I feel so special because I have one. Except mine... See, the thing is, once again, being surrounded by so many people... It's cool because mm-hmm. there's lots of Pokemon, but I can never get into a gym. So even though I have I have a Tyranitar and I have a Blissey, but neither one of them is even strong enough to be in the gyms because other people yeah. have stronger Tyranitar and stronger Blissey. So from what I've learned about these events, usually the really strong Pokemon that you might see in gyms are usually mm-hmm. only available during the first day. So when I think about this now, during the Valentine's Day event... I was just I only thinking saw, about that. I only saw Chansey's on the first day. That um, explains so much. I, I heard reports of Dratini's only on the first day of the water event. I didn't even realize they were part of the water event. Exactly. I missed out on that. I didn't realize it. And then... Because I caught two Larvitars during this event, and then I saw Silhouettes of Aerodactyls on the first day, but... Mm-hmm. I couldn't get to them because they were just too far away. And I was like, oh, this is a rock event. Oh, I got a whole week. Yeah. I never saw another silhouette of an Aerodactyl at a Pokestop. So I think Aerodactyl was also a first day only. That's weird because that's not even a – that's it's not really a gym Pokemon that I've noticed. But I never saw it throughout the whole thing. So I'm assuming it was only a first day thing, which really sucks. So yeah. that being said, though – um, Certain Pokemon, now we know, be on the lookout really on the first day. Yeah, I had no idea they did that until you're telling me just now, honestly. Yeah. Um, But so back to the original question, like what I want to see next. Oh, yeah, Obviously, um, they can't do Dark because that would just be a lot of Murkrows and then like Larvitars on the first day. I have enough Murkrows. (laughs) Yes, I definitely have enough Murkrows to evolve into a Honchkrow when that shows up. Oh, Oh, I have so many. And I have the thing with Murkrow is that the variance in their CP is so big that, and they pop up so much that when I finally can get a Honchkrow, mm-hmm. it's going to be a beast. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, I'm pulling up our Twitter account because um, I had tweeted out like what everyone wanted to see next, and I don't think we really even got that many responses. But I did this cool little thing um, where I took like an emoji for each uh, type 
that was cool. I like that. Um, I managed to make it work. Uh, FYI, fairy was a Ferris wheel, and that was the best I could do. That was I was wondering that, and I had to go process of elimination to figure that one out. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, this might take me a second. Um, while I'm scrolling here, I also saw that there's going to be a... Uh, There's going to be a Tessarina GX box, the uh, little plant that's got the boots. Mm-hmm. Didn't you call that, like, uh, the Lady Ga- Or no, you called the... Which one did you call yeah, Lady she- Gaga? Lorantis? I think this was- Yeah. <laughs> no, I think this was it. Oh, okay. Tessarina. She's got the boots or whatever. But, yeah. Um, and then there's also, like, these little figures of the three starter evolutions doing, like, their... Uh, the special moves. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to remember what they looked like They're um, Cause I saw the pictures of those before I knew. Yeah. 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 I saw the pictures of those before I saw what they actually were. And so I saw that mm-hmm. um, Decidueye one and I was like, what in the world is this figure? Um, and then realized that that was an attack, not part of the <laughs> Decidueye. Yeah. It's like, what did they just do to Decidueye? Um, ah, here we go. Okay. So, obviously, we already had a ghost event mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go. That was the Halloween. Yep, that was a good which one. Which I thought was really... Which I like how they did the Cubone with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we had ghost. We had grass. That was, like, a weekend, which was weird. I know. I want another... I want a grass event to have its its due. Yeah. Um, there was the water event. And then that was a good one. Uh, there was the Valentine's one. Day event, which I guess you could count as fairy, but I don't really count as fairy. It was just a pink Pokemon event. Right, because it included anything that was pink for the most part. Exactly. And most of the fairies are pink. So, all right. So the next events, we still haven't seen Dragon. Which we're not going to get. Again, we're not going to get yet. Um, bug, which I feel like there's not really much you could do for bugs. I feel like every day is the bug event. Unless they allow Heracross to migrate during a bug event. Yes. I don't want to like see a first bug day event. only. Be like a first day only. That'd be it. I would take work off. This one would be cool. A fighting event. I would like to see that because we don't get nearly any fighting Pokemon around me. We could get a ton of Mankeys, a ton of Machops. Those would be like the two main ones that are constantly popping up like the Geodudes were. Yeah. And the Slugmas. And then... Uh, have Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee come out. I've never um, seen could, those. I saw the silhouette of a Hitmonlee the first night of Power Morphicon. Ugh. Yeah, I've never Actually, it was the first ever morning. Seen and I had just woken up, I opened up the app, and I saw the silhouette for Hitmonlee, and I'm like, I don't know this area that well, I don't know where it is, because this was back when the <laughs> tracking was broken, and you had no idea which yeah. way to go for anything. Yeah. So, fighting, I would love to see. Another one I'd like to see is ground. Yeah, I I, I thought about ground, but it'll probably be uh, probably be a couple events before that because we just had the rock one. Yeah, fire is still a possibility. I would love, 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 love a fire event. Yes. Um, ice. Ice Seal Yeah Shelter Lapras Jinx uh, That could be worth it. Um 
trying to think if there's any ice in uh, Johto. Delibird. Are Swinub. Yep, and Swinub. Oh, Delibird, yeah. Yeah. So then there'd be Flying. Which, obviously, again, mm. you got a ton of Pidgeys already. You got the Hoot Hoots. But with Flying, you also could possibly re-release Aerodactyl for a day. Yeah, you could. I'm trying to think of if that would be worth it, because they basically make the birds the most common things you can get. Yeah, I mean, the Natus, the Murkrows. I'm genuinely surprised at how common Natu is. Right? It's really helping out with my Psychic Badge, though. Yeah, for real. Um, the next one, I would love to see this, Electricity. That would be a very good one, actually. I would like to see that, too. I know some people who still don't have Raichus. Yeah, because Pikachu is pretty rare. Um, yeah. In fact, I but never see it anymore unless there's a promo going. Yeah, and even the promos are still somewhat hard to find. Only the uh-huh. Pikachu Santa hat one was actually pretty common. The party hat, I got lucky on like the last two days. Yeah, so we could see if we, we could do an electric event that would have more Pikachu and maybe we get a hat out of it. Um, Magnemite, which aren't common around me. Mm-hmm. Um which would be cool. Yeah. Um, I just totally blanked. There was one that um, I was thinking of that Voltorb. would have been really excited to see. Oh, Electabuzz could pop up Voltorb. more. Yeah, Voltorb. I've never seen Voltorb. Voltorb. Um, I actually got Voltorb and Electro very early in the game. Those were like, I hatched like two or three Voltorb eggs in a row, and then that was it. Oh, nice. That's convenient. Yeah, yeah. That's how I ended up with my Tyranitar. Um, I got really lucky. Here's something I've noticed, though. They skipped the fire event. Yeah. But they did grass and water, and they went straight to rock. And I'm looking at this list here. Fire, ice, and electric. What do those three have in common? Oh, they're the teams. Legendary birds. So you think they might release legendary birds? During and individual a type events. event. Now, they've said <sighs> the legendary birds are coming out this summer. They still haven't announced how they're doing them yet, though. Right. But I would you, be Okay, I... Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, do you think... No, no, remember when the, the trailer for Pokemon Go first came out? And there was the big battle yep. with Mewtwo in Times Square, where everybody had to be basically battling it at the same time yep. to, to, to knock it down enough for everyone to be able to throw a ball at it. Yeah. Do you think that they're still trying to do something like that where you have to have lots of people that. in the same place? Because we haven't had lots of, I have not seen lots of people in the same place in a long time. And granted, yeah. I, we've only had one summer of Pokemon go. Um, so maybe it'll increase now that, you know, middle schools and high schools are out, but are in college. Most colleges are out too. I just forget that ours isn't. Um, <laughs> so maybe we'll, we'll see that increase again, but I, I think that they'll need something like the legendary birds to really capture last summer's hype again. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then probably not till like next summer after that, we'll probably get the legendary dogs. Oh, sweet coon, sweet coon, sweet coon, sweet coon. Raikou, 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 Raikou. Right? What are they going to do for Ho Oh and Lugia? Woo! Uh, I have no idea. Um, go find a burned building and see if there's a Ho Oh in it. <laughs> that's, that's arson waiting to happen. <laughs> go to the cavern floor to find the Lugia. 
Um, you know what I just thought about? Hmm. By next Power Morphicon, we'll probably have, we'll certainly have three generations, but we might even have four if they continue to yeah. release along the same schedule. If this game is still out. It'll still game, be if, out. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say out, but like if this game is still popular enough that they're still releasing generations. When was the last time we got um, numbers on their on the app's performance? Because the Christmas event, they made a butt ton of money. Mm. Yeah, because they had those uh, uh, boxes that you could open up and get things. I never did that. Which I totally bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, back to the uh, list of types. Um, after oh, yeah, electric, yeah, yeah. We got Fairy. Yeah. Which again, there's not that many fairies right now. Then there's poison, which I don't really see. There's nothing like majorly poison. No, out. it's kind of the same boat as the bugs. Yeah, which I already have. I already have coughing and wheezing. I have I a grimer. I just don't have a muck. So I caught a muck before I caught then, a grimer. That's weird. Nice. Um, the next really big one would be psychic. That would be cool. Abras, Slowpokes, um, we would benefit a lot from from having Abra around here. Slowpoke, we already have a bunch of. Yeah, obviously Natus again, but whatever. And then Ugh, we don't need an increase in Natu. Yeah, same here. Steel, which would only really be Magnemite, Magneton, and Skarmory. Mm-hmm. So that really wouldn't happen. Oh, and I guess maybe Onyx because it evolves into Steelix. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. And then obviously Dark, which there's only Murkrow and Larvitar, so that probably won't happen either. But there's definitely a lot they could still do, because obviously we had like the starter Pokemon event, mm-hmm. which was great. A lot of starting Pokemon came out a little bit better. So We had the, the Easter event, too. Yeah. Uh, what did they do during the Easter event? Eggs. You got um, more yeah, candy and more eggs now yeah so that was really cool again there's a lot there's a lot they can do yeah um they could do like all of ash's pokemon (laughs) they could that would be interesting because it would be the first time that the show or that well i guess i was gonna say it's the first time that pokemon go really acknowledged the show but pikachu jumps on your shoulder so and there's also sort of the method to evolve the eevee Oh yeah, duh, that's right. So they'll probably um, do another starter event because they didn't yeah. do a, they haven't done they did the starter event before Johto happened. Mm-hmm. So I can see them doing it again, but by that time I'll probably already have all three main starters and I won't participate. But if they want to keep <laughs> doing like you know decreased buddy Pokemon walks, I'm all for that. Oh yes, please. So that's my favorite part about these events because then I'm just out more doing everything. So, yeah. yeah, so Rock Pokemon event, amazing. Now, moving on to uh, the main part of the episode is the anime. <laughs> oh, that's right. We have a main topic, too. <laughs> yes, anime. So, uh, obviously, this will probably go pretty quickly. Um, you just watched, uh, we're going to talk about 4, 5, and 6. You just watched 5 and 6. Well, I rewatched 4, too. Um, okay. Now, it's been a week or two since I've actually watched the episodes, but I remember them, obviously. Sure. Uh, so, 
First up is episode four, uh, first catch in Alola, Ketchum style. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a joke on Gundam style or what. Oh, the Ketchum style tef- definitely means something. And by the end of the episode, you totally understand why. Uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> description of the episode, while Ash tries to catch his first Pokemon in the Alola region, Team Rocket is making friends with uh, Mimikyu and a Beware, who carried them off to its cave so it could take care of them. When a flock of picky peck steal Beware's food, the villains decide payback is in order. Meanwhile, Ash has been sharing his lunch with a hungry Rowlet, and when he follows it back to its picky peck friends, he runs into Team Rocket catching the entire flock in a net. Rowlet frees its friends and sends Team Rocket packing with the help from Beware, and then joins Ash on his journey. I, so, uh, I gotta say, Rowlet's cute. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, I really like the way that they depict Rowlet in the, in the anime. Mm-hmm. I like how it sleeps in Ash's bag. Yeah, I know. Me too. (laughs) It just fits perfectly. Like, it's like the perfect shape of Ash's bag just sits in there. And I'm just like, I know they don't even have to draw it. They just draw Rowlet's face in a spot of his uh, bag. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's adorable. So great Um, episode. Got to finally see Piggy Pack. There were a couple things too, about this episode that I thought were really neat. Um, I love that Jesse, catches Mimikyu in a luxury ball and that we continue yes. to see the luxury ball. It wasn't just like a one time and where did the luxury ball thing go? Yeah. Um, that I thought was really, really cool. I want more of that. We've, we've seen a couple yeah. examples, right? Like we've seen safari balls. We've seen balls with um, uh, like stickers on them. I'm pretty sure we've seen net balls and stuff, but I just, I always get excited when we see stuff like that. Yeah, something different, you know? Yeah. Which is, I'm hoping it's because in the game we actually see the trainers throwing mm-hmm. different style Pokeballs. So I'm hoping they're going to start doing that a little bit more. Yeah. Because um, I know Ash only ever really used one different Pokeball, and it was the Lure Ball to catch his Totodile. Yeah. And I think... I they think still do use showing. He used Safari Balls, but then when you see Tauros later, it's a regular it's Poke- Pokeball. Yeah. Um, but so what do you think of beware? Just uh, I just showing up, catching them. I don't know. It's interesting because it's, it's, it's clearly the new thing. Um, I, I like it more in episode four than I do in the other two episodes that we're going to talk about because in episode four, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a point and there's a story and it actually plays into why team rocket does what it does. So when they get, when they get captured by Beware, Beware feeds them. And so then Team Rocket, because we know that they're bad, but they're not really that bad, yeah, gets mad at the flock of Picky Peck because they steal Beware's food and they feel like they now have to do something to repay Beware. So that's the reason that they they end up uh Picky Peck nest in the first place. So like yeah. that I like. I like that a lot. Um but um, it, 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 you think, it's not as significant in the other two episodes. Do you think eventually Team Rock is going to catch Beware? Mm, I doubt it. I feel like, uh, well, let's see. Let's see. James still needs a Pokemon. I was, I was just going to think about that because we have Meowth and Wobbuffet, which are standards. Um, and then yes. Jesse's caught hers, but they usually each catch one in the, in the region. If he doesn't catch Beware, yes. what Sun and Moon Pokemon do you think would make sense? Um... What's the uh, – it's a poison water type that looks – The that eats, uh, The course, Yeah, that eats the Corsola corals. 
Yeah, Marini. That would be a good one. It kind of looks like his hair. Because, and it would also always try and eat its hair, like <laughs> Victory Bell and Cacnea and yeah, that's like Pokemon, a so. tried and true gag. <laughs> so I feel like that would be the perfect Pokemon for James. Yeah, um, but overall, great episode. Um, Ash mm-hmm. finally catches his first Pokemon, and yes, you're right. The Ketchum style, basically, the Rowlet just goes, "Hey, I want to go with you," and it just accepts it. Yep. Um, so, so I know, I know that Rotom Dex is not your favorite thing at all. But there's one thing that it does in this episode and continues to do in the other episodes that I do like, which is basically to like point out all the stuff Ash does that makes no sense. So it's almost it almost allows the anime to be really self aware because. Ash ends up catching Rowlet, but doesn't battle Rowlet. And yeah. Rotom is like, can you catch a Pokemon that way? And Ash is like, of course you can. <laughs> it still counts. <laughs> well, I think it's mostly Rotom's basically just doing this for newer audiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can take yourself out of, like, watching Pokemon for 20 years, Rotom Dex makes more sense. The problem is, if you've been watching Pokemon for 20 years, you don't mm-hmm. need Rotom Dex at all. <laughs> exactly. So that was episode four. Great episode. Um, episode five, yo ho ho, go Poplio. Yay, Poplio! <laughs> Ash's class is going on a fishing trip, and Professor Kakui asks Lana to be in charge. Everyone casts their lures with varying results. Lana befriends one Pokemon after another, but Ash and Milo can't get the timing right. Sophocles is too busy collecting data, and Lily hooks a magnificent melotic that gets away when she freezes. When they take a break, all their new Pokemon friends get scooped up in Team Rocket's net, and then they find and find themselves falling towards some rocks. But Lana's Poplio has been working hard for such an occasion, and it creates a giant water balloon to cushion the fall and save the day. So, back to the Rotom decks. Mm-hmm. When Rotom is surprised, the fact that Poplio can create such a giant bubble, I'm like, uh-huh. shut up, Rotom Dex. No one told you anything. Well, and remember, uh, he almost like gets into a mini argument with Ash because Ash is like, of course Poplio can do it. And Rotom's like, that's illogical. And Ash is like, yeah, but it can do it if it believes. Like, it's just so, like, yeah. it's so Ash <laughs> I think the reason why I don't like Rotodex is because it's missing a human factor. It's a machine. Yeah. Yes, it's a Pokemon, but it's a machine. And so I'm like, can we really just have a little bit of like a human factor to this thing? So this way it's. Well, I know, I know Shuki brought up in our last episode but... that, um, or maybe you brought this up, but I know we talked about it. Uh, I think you brought it up, but we definitely talked about it. That Rotom is basically serving the purpose of Bonnie. Um, yeah. But I actually like, so far, it, it's tough because we've only got, I've only seen six episodes of this, and I've seen over 100 episodes of XY. Um, I do think I like Rotom better than Bonnie so far. Um, but I get what you're saying. Bonnie can at least have stories because she's a person. Yes, and she can... It's the whole giving a hundred and ten percent factor. Yeah, you a human can give a hundred and ten percent, 
but you tell a machine 110, it only knows up to 100. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm getting at. But the whole Bonnie uh, versus Rotom decks, as of right now, I like Bonnie more. Yeah, and I, t- I totally get that. I think for me yeah. in general, it's just a Bonnie and Clem- uh, Clement thing. It's just like they're they're not my favorite companions. <laughs> yeah. Clement, though, I really don't like because the whole science thing got very annoying very quickly. Oh, my gosh. That gets so old in like four episodes. Yes. And then science is so cool. And I'm like, shut up, Ash. Just shut up. Right. Um, but... And so long as I don't ever have to see Rotom Dex sing, we should be good. <laughs> then I'm really going to go ballistic. <laughs> I uh, I hope they come out with a Rotom Dex plush just for you. Uh... <laughs> um, I actually, there's a lot of good stuff in this episode that um, I think probably will inform future episodes. And we've actually already seen one of those episodes. So this the fishing episode is cool because they have the whole class, which is only like six people, but they have the whole class go out fishing. And because they're fishing, they're kind of just sitting out there on the ocean. And so you get to see a little bit of each person's personality as they fish. So you see, um, like, obviously we learned the most about Lana, but once again, we see that Lily doesn't like to touch Pokemon. um, And we see kind of how that affects things and how it, how it uh, affects her relationship with Pokemon. We see Kiawe um, make a brief reference to he's not good at this stuff because he's a fire trainer. Um, Sophocles and then the is big one, data. Exactly. The big one is Sophocles because the next episode is a Sophocles focus episode. So we see that Sophocles can't even get to the fishing part because he's too focused on waiting for the data, which informs the next episode and some of the stuff mm-hmm. that they get into. Um, a yeah. couple other things with this this episode that I thought were really neat... We saw Whalmer being used as a ride Pokemon, which isn't in the game, um, which I love because it's, yeah. I, I would hate to only see the same type of ride Pokemon all the time. Um, I can tell you right now, uh, last week's episode, you see another new ride Pokemon from yes. Flying. Yes. It just makes sense to me, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And Whalmer was cool because two people could ride on a Whalmer instead of one person, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but one thing, though, that I'm just like, really? That just happened? was Beware shows up just running on top of the water. <laughs> Jesus Beware. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so Beware shows up, catches Team Rocket by running on the water, and I'm just like, okay, that works, I guess. I, I don't know. I think it's stuff like that that's going to make me tired of Beware. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the stories where Beware makes sense, I'm going to like, and the ones where it just pops up, I'm not going to like. Like... Not the whole episode, but the beware but part of it. One, one thing I've noticed about the anime so far, Team mm-hmm. Rocket is barely in the anime. I'm like, okay with that. Yes, me too. Like they'll be in like maybe like every other episode or something. Mm-hmm. And I honestly enjoy episodes where Team Rocket's not even in them. I do too. I feel like the problem with Team Rocket a lot of the time is it, it they're ubiquitous and that the show feels like they have to be in every episode, which I think waters down every time they appear. But if you only have them every other episode or every third episode, it makes the fact that they're in there significant. Like this is actually a story that requires team rocket. 
like episode four. Like I thought that was a really good use of both Beware and Team Rocket. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are some other things in this episode? Because I actually took down a bunch of like really little things. Oh, um, Lana says, and this is probably a throwaway thing, and it actually is almost certainly a throwaway thing, but it's cool anyway. Um, where Lana tells Ash, you can even catch a Kyogre out here. And Ash gets like super excited. Mm. And then um, I don't remember who it is, but basically says like, Lana, stop, stop joking around or whatever. But I just yeah. thought that was a cool little thing that she was like, you could even catch a Kyogre. Yeah. yeah that, meet, that was kind of cool. We meet Lana's little sisters. I'm sure they'll show up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then cool, like you see, the, you see them in the uh, game. Yeah. When you go to Lana's house. Yeah, I, her, I think the little sisters are cute. Like, I think they're funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the last thing that I saw that stood out to me, again, it's a throwaway thing, but it was cool to see, was Lily ends up, when she does catch a Pokemon, it's a Milotic, <laughs> which I thought was cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how dumb is it that the reason the ride Pokemon were in danger in the first place was because Ash had Pikachu break the net over the rocks. Yeah. He's like, save the Pokemon. And then they're falling at rocks. And they're like, oh, wait, the Pokemon still need to be saved. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But I liked this episode a lot. There was a lot of good stuff that I think all it helps us understand some of the mm-hmm. characters more, which is good because there's so many of them. Yeah. So episode six, a shocking grocery run. Um, on their day off from Pokemon School, Ash and his Pokemon are left home alone with Professor Kakui when he's called away. After some mishaps with laundry and cooking, Ash goes shopping and runs into Sophocles at the mall. After Team Rocket causes a glitch in the security system, Pikachu and Togedemaru are separated from their trainers. And then the power goes out. Computer with Sophocles soon fixes the problem, but by the time he and Ash meet up with their Pokemon, the villains have found them at first. Togedemaru and Pikachu team up to defeat Team Rocket, and then Professor Kakui arrives to take the boys out to dinner. So, the beginning of this episode was hilarious, just watching Ash do all these chores. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. It's different. Yeah, it's funny for two reasons. If you've been watching for 20 years, it's hilarious because Ash is the, like, the dumbest 30-year-old of all time. But if you haven't been watching for 20 years, it's still funny. Like, it's funny gags. (laughs) Like, he can't cook, he can't do laundry, it's hilarious. Because he always had Brock. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And had uh, Silent, and then, um, what's her name? Uh, Wow, I can't believe I can remember her name. She was my favorite. Serena, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm spacing out here, folks. Uh, Please find. Well, and then all the, like, they, they stop at place, because they're Pokemon trainers, people feed them all the time. Like, it's generally understood in the show that, like, Pokemon trainers are are people that you house. They're people that you feed. Um, mm-hmm. So, they, yeah, Ash never has to cook. So it's it's hilarious, his, his cooking antics. Um, and I actually thought the laundry thing was so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, even, even just the way it's animated, the way he's saying it. So he ends up having to wash his clothes because Rowlet spills something on him. And so he's doing laundry, and then he sees Kukui's... Uh, dirty jackets, like his dirty lab coats. So he's like, well, I'll put one of those in. And then one more. And then one more. And then he puts the whole basket in there. <laughs> and, like, you know what's yeah. going to happen, and it's funny yeah. anyway. See, at it's first, just, they when do he such put, a good job. 
when he first threw in Kakui's lab coat, I'm like, ah, oh, he's going to like dye the coat blue or something like that. That's what I thought at first too. <laughs> but he did. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. So I was like, okay. But, and then at least he took response. Like he tried to cook and then like he took responsibility to go buying uh, the materials and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. The reason he ends um, up at the mall in the first place is because he, he uses all of the professor's food. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it was an okay episode. I mean, it, no, like, plot-driven devices or anything like that. Yeah, um, I agree. It was, like, fine. A couple cool yeah. things, but it was the mostly next, fine. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. The next two episodes you'll definitely enjoy. Yeah, you, you said that Seven um, is your favorite, right? Seven is my favorite. It's a Litten-focused episode. Mm-hmm. And then Eight, um, you definitely get more of a background for Lily. Good, because I I feel like we need more background, or else the Lily stuff is going to get old. I will tell you this: uh, she's definitely different from her game counterpoint uh, part. Yeah, that, uh, kind, I kind of. of. I figured they Still would probably s- do something different because yeah. she's. It feels like she's going to be really, really not that she's not important in the game, but it feels like she's going to be incredibly important in the show. Yeah, um, she's a little bit different. You, you'll. Uh, definitely see what i mean when you watch episode eight um so and then nine really starts uh off the whole um getting the uh stones and stuff like that Ooh, that's right i haven't even been thinking about those yeah so he's definitely nine is really where it picks up with him trying to get the stones to do the whole z moves um Mm -hmm. and then uh now, my biggest thing is, is Ash going to get all of the Z-moves? Or is he only just going to happen to have the Z-moves that he needs for whichever Pokemon he has? See, I don't know. I'm really curious about that, too. Because one of my complaints about the show in general sometimes is that so much time can pass between gym battles that you're like, okay, like I'm not, I'm not somebody who's opposed to filler because if filler is good, then it's still good. Right. But... With, with a show that's based on a game where you have to get through eight gyms, it's annoying to watch a whole season and have no gyms, you know? Yeah. So the nice thing about the Sun, the Alola region is that there are totem battles, there are mm-hmm. uh, stones to collect, there are island trials. Like, there's a lot of stuff they could do. So yes. I kind of actually hope that he does get all of them because in the game, you get well, all of them through certain means. In the game, though, there's a few that you don't really get by doing trials. Yeah, that's the, uh, true. Well, some of them you find, or some of them you get after yeah. doing certain things. Yeah, like which could be ice, cool episodes, though. Ice, flying, psychic. Wait, psychic. What's the one that you get from uh, Team Skull's village? Poison. I hope that that's a multiple episode. No, that's bug. Thing. You get bug from him, and then his uh, the girl that works for him, she gives you the poison one. Gotcha. I just really hope that Team Skull is 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 uh, done done justice because I I started off not liking Team Skull on the game, but by the end of the game, I actually I like really really loved them. Yeah, because uh, they're Team not Skull... they're not like this big global organization. Mm-hmm. They're just like an Alola region gang. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, and and characters within Team Skull are really easy to sympathize with. Because the reason you join teams, like the, the characters we know that join Team Skull are doing it because they, 
like for for actual reasons. You know, like I don't know. I, yeah. I hope they do good stuff with Team Skull. Yeah. Um, but when you watch, when you do get to episode nine, let me know what you think. Because okay. there's something that happens that kind of irritates me, and I don't want to spoil it because it's kind of like a major spoiler. So. Sure. Yeah, I'll um, let you know when I get to that one. And I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about the episodes as we keep yeah. keep going. We'll probably so, do a few at a time. Yeah, I mean, like, I think three at a time for right now is good, and then eventually we may have to reduce it down to two or whatever. we'll catch up. <laughs> exactly. And then, so... But talking about the episodes is fun, you know, uh, get your opinions on stuff. Well, there's cool stuff to talk um, about in them, too. Like, some of them have really cool battles. Like, uh, one that stood out to me was in the fourth episode. The mm-hmm. the the battle be- between Pikachu and Mimikyu is actually really cool. Like, it's animated well. It's interesting. Um, it's actually pretty organic. Um, like, it's, it's, they, do, they, good, they do good stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be something neat to talk about with the show. Yeah. Oh, to finish off the episode, uh, to finish off this episode, I should say, uh, mm-hmm. question, uh, and this is just a random question I thought everyone would like to enjoy, but only two people responded. So, our question for you for this episode is, if you could have one Pokemon in real life, who would it be and why? And no legendaries or mm-hmm. ditto, because I don't want people saying, oh, I'll just have a ditto so I can have all the Pokemon, and legendaries <laughs> just seems like it's too much... Yeah, because in real life, people wouldn't actually train legendaries. Exactly. So I'm going to ask you uh, first, Doug, uh, who would you have? Um, This probably won't come as a surprise to you or the listeners, but um, this sort of, like, changes every once in a while. But right now, um, I'd want, like, a Clefairy uh, slash Clefable. I feel like it's a... It's it's reasonable. It's, like, reasonable to live with, you know? Like, because that's Mm -hmm. something I feel like I'd have to take into consideration... Um, it's reasonably yeah. sized. Clefable is huge. Clefable is really large. That's true. Okay. Do you want game Clefable or do you want anime Clefable? Um, I don't know. Game Clefable is the one that's enormous. Yes. Uh, I mean, I mean, game Clefable is fine. Okay. That's totally fine. I just think that it's. I don't know. I like Clefairy and Clefable to begin with. I feel like it'd be easy to live with. I feel mm-hmm. like it would cheer like cheer me up. Yeah. You know? Um, and I feel like it's not... It wouldn't be something that's super common, but it's not like a legendary thing, and it's not, you know, whatever. Plus, you can teach it a crap ton of different types of moves. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, though, see, I have so many differences that I love. Like, Litten would be cool. Mm-hmm. I already have a cat, and I don't need a cat that breathes fire, so... I know. I, I pretty much canceled out anything that I knew would breathe fire. Although yeah. Clefable can't. Um, the weird thing. Definitely not going to have this thing. No love disc allowed. No. <laughs> Wouldn't mind having a Jolteon. Yeah. If you had a well-trained electric Pokemon, that would be fine. Yeah. Magmite, obviously. I think Magnemite would be totally, totally easy to live with. Oh, yeah. Although I can't let it near my computers or else it'll just wipe everything. Mm -hmm. True. So as much as I would love to have a Magnemite, I think the ultimate option would be Squirtle. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because they're tiny. I'd give it an Everstone because I don't want a Wartortle. I don't want a Blastoise, especially don't want a Blastoise. Yeah. 
And if you train it well, I mean, it it'd be cool, you know. You it can help you out with the dishes. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It, I think a Squirtle would be really cool to have as an actual functional. Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. It's a hot summer day. Let it spit on you. <laughs> Just don't drink the water. Ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like Eevee would be really common as a household Pokemon, yes. but it wouldn't be common for people to evolve them. Yeah. Um, another one would be Skitty. Skitty would be, would pretty, be common. pretty common. Snubble might yeah. be pretty common. Birds yeah. would be. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, Rockruff, Meowth. Yeah. Um... All right, so on Twitter, again, we got two responses. Mm -hmm. Uh, RJ, Toku, and Guns, American flag emoji, at (laughs) Anime Redneck 96, responded with, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, Charizard, so I can fly. I'd choose any other flyer, but then it wouldn't annoy Kyle when I say I want a flying dragon. Well, RJ, so long as though you have a Megastone... I don't care. You can call it a flying dragon, but if it, there is no megastone, that is not a flying dragon. Mm-hmm. Charizard's about as much a dragon as Gyarados is, which is 0%. Exactly. <laughs> which, again, is weird, because Gyarados is also a flying type, which I don't understand, but okay. You know what I... Okay, I, I don't know when I read this, but I can't believe I never thought of it. Magikarp and Gyarados are based on those, like, kites, those paper kites. And I think that's why they're flying. Kind of. Uh, yes, it's based you off of that. It's also I mean? based off of um, it's also based off of a certain fish in folklore legend that if it could reach, if it could jump up above a uh, waterfall, mm-hmm. then the fish would turn into a dragon. Oh, okay. Some and, of the old Pokemon were so well designed in that regard. There's like so many references. Yeah. And there's actually an episode, I think, in the Orange Island Leagues when Tracy's trying to sketch all the fish swimming upstream and whatnot. Yeah. Where they are trying to jump up over a waterfall. Yeah. That's right. And then also in Pokemon Snap, if you get like the perfect – if you do the perfect thing with a Magikarp, it'll go over a waterfall and then turn into Gyarados. Yeah, Gyarados pops up. Yeah. I'm telling you, bring back Man Bun Tracy. Exactly. Man Bun Tracy. And then we have and then, one other response. Which I don't really understand. <laughs> um, yeah. We're going to need some clarification on Twitter. Yeah, please. Alex Stormy Bob at the Stormy Bob said, Peanut Butter, the perfect bee doof. I'm assuming he had a bee doof nicknamed Peanut Butter? That's what I'm guessing too, because there wasn't. A Bidoof in the anime called Peanut Butter was there. <laughs> Not that I know of, and if that's the case, was Tentacool Jelly? Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fun question. People, you should answer that question. But I think that's about it. Um, a lot's been going on Pokemon-wise since we last recorded, which is kind of funny because I, I know we had just stated like there hasn't been that much Pokemon news, but 
there's been quite a bit. And I got to say, Pokemon, you guys are really loving Magikarp right now. It's a little weird. You know, I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah. Give Feebas some no. love, though. Yes. But again, why? <laughs> why Love Disc? No Love Disc allowed. Oh, except for apparently I'm in my home because I have one now. I'm just waiting for a Love Disc to appear on your Magikarp jump game, and you're just going to throw your phone and be like, it was worth it. <laughs> oh, no. Love Disc actually is in the game. <laughs> When you of click course. on the uh, man- when you click on Manaphy, a bunch of food starts appearing, and Corsola and Lovedix just swim <gasps> by your entire screen. Corsola, yeah, that's you know what they need a tropical Pokemon event for Pokemon Go. Yes, then we could get Corsola and Heracross. Wait till Gen three though, because then you could do the Tropius with the little banana beard. Yes, and it would be perfect. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. Well, all right, folks. I think we've said it all. Yeah, Doug, if you want to uh, finish up with those magical words of yours. Of course I do. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us on another adventure along the Victory Road. For information on episodes and contests, or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like to appear on the podcast, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to enjoy some Magikarp Jump. <laughs> Bye. Bye. www.4rideradio.com Hey everybody, Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity Comicare is running. We are up for a challenge and we need your support. At Comicare, we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well, now we want to see your smiles, and we want to post them on our pages, too. This July 20th through 23rd, we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? A hundred? Three hundred? Five hundred? We'll run for the 1,000 mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect a hundred photos, your donation will be two dollars. If we collect a thousand, twenty dollars. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash 1000smiles. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E dot org 
slash 1000smiles. Visit our page, click that pledge button, and throw us a couple of cents per smile. You're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case Tony gets crazy and gets 10,000 smiles. You don't have to worry about getting nuts. Just visit our page at comicare.org slash 1000smiles and make your pledge today.